This is a HeadGum Original. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with BiteClear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. BiteClear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. I'm going to show you something beautiful. Everyone screaming for mercy. You want to protect the world, but you don't want it to change. You're all puppets. Tangled in strings. Strings. the end. The end of the path I started us on. Nothing lasts forever. Yes, this is the eighth episode of our fifth season. We are working our way through the Marvel Cinematic Universe um, with the help of fellow newcomers, super fans, sometimes people who've contributed. And this season will be 20 episodes long, so we're going to get to as much as we can. We can't get to everything, and no. we are okay with that. Yes. Um, today, we're going to be discussing the second Avengers movie, Avengers Age of Ultron. came out in 2015. You can get it on Disney+, Plus and for a fee on Amazon, Apple TV+, Google Play, and Vudu. We are going to spoil it. So if you want to watch the movie first, you can do that, or you can just listen and have a nice time. Lauren, well. What? What are your initial thoughts? I actually thought this was kind of fun. Um, I know you didn't. (laughs) I thought that there were some moments that I enjoyed. I actually liked the um, James Spader 
AI robot situation. I actually thought that that was pretty entertaining. Mm. Um, however, and I sort of liked the um, real life moments that they had, like when they went to the guy's house and like that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but overall, I would say it was like an hour too long, as yeah. we know they all are. I watched it over two nights, which was my best <laughs> choice because... I didn't. I think when I sometimes when I'm really tired and I put one of these on, it's like so hard to watch it. So I actually was able to stay awake in a good way. I, I paced it out for myself, which was helpful. But what did you think? You hated it. I really didn't like it. <laughs> the, the Elizabeth Olsen's accent was so mm. weird and strange. I have questions about that. so many questions. Yeah. Who was the dialogue coach? They should be, you know, walked into traffic. Mm-hmm. I really didn't like the action in this one. And I also didn't like the non-action parts. Yeah. So that's the um, movie. That's the whole thing. And I think that <laughs> um, her accent is from a fake country. But, oh, okay. But, but then I'm like... So make it something she can do. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, <laughs> it was like hard. she was uh, struggling. It was hard. And I wonder, and I was like, does Wanda on WandaVision have that accent? No, right? Because I haven't seen it. I don't think so. Thing. I haven't seen anything like that. So I'm very curious about how that connects. But you know what? We have the perfect guest today because... We do. We are joined by our very own Marvel expert and consultant, Leah Marilla Thomas. And don't talk yet, as you know. <laughs> look, she's the first person to not try to talk yet because she she's like, I'm here every week. I understand how it works. So Age of Ultron is a slightly controversial part of the MCU. So we thought it'd be best to have Leah chat it through with us. And Leah is an entertainment journalist and a writer, in addition to the resident Marvel expert, as we said, which has been very helpful throughout this whole season. You've been chiming in, giving us lots of tidbits and info Mm -hmm. to keep us on track. Welcome to the show, Leah. Leah, Leah, Leah. Hello. Thank you for having me. I mean, I'm always here. (laughs) Oh, my God. But but it's special today. It's really special. Um, Tell us, what was your first experience with Marvel? Um, How did you become a Marvel expert? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, So I was not you know, really a superhero person. Um, I'd seen like some Spider-Man movies, some X-Men movies, and I did not really like the concept of secret identities. Um, <laughs> it, yeah, it like, it really bummed me out when the whole conflict in superhero movie is just like, oh no, they're going to find out who I am. So when Iron Man came out and at the end he says, you know, like, fuck it, I am Iron Man. That was interesting. And that kind of hooked me on this series. Yeah. I mean, I personally liked that moment too, but I also think that's hysterical that that was an improvised moment. Like they weren't (laughs) going to have him say that. And then he's like, fuck it. I'm Iron Man. They're like, that's good. Keep that. We like that. (laughs) So yeah, I've, I've seen them all. I've seen, I think, yeah, every Marvel television show, um, as part of my job, I've done lots of like Easter egg guides and recaps and um, explainers. So I'm, I'm in it. Who, who's your favorite character from the universe? Uh, Peggy Carter. Who's that? And who is that? Uh, Captain America's girlfriend. Oh, that old oh, yes. bitch. Yes. We know uh, her. She, she has, um, a spinoff television show on ABC called agent Carter. And that is my, she does. Fa- yes. There's it's my favorite piece of Marvel content. Much content. <laughs> yeah. That, I'm exhausted, oh, but wait, what? So is the actress from the movie on the show? Yep. Oh, good for her. Yep. And is she, she's not old? This is like old timey? No, it's like, yeah, it takes place in the 40s. It's about her like living her life, being a spy, getting over Captain America, 
like I guess dying because she thinks he's dead. Mm. I'm sorry, She's I got, didn't like, know other that was a, like, It's lovely. I didn't know this was a show, and it's on Me ABC. Either. And mm-hmm. it's like I watch things on ABC. <laughs> <laughs> It's as if ABC betrayed you. Yeah, like, I watched why didn't things they tell here. Me? What? Bachelor, a million little things. <laughs> I have a lot of. Oh. So wait, did she have this show on ABC? Wait, is ABC part of Disney? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. When did that happen? Well, they really figured it out, didn't they? They were like, let's just swoop up everything. Everything. Oh wow. Disney is going to just own everything. Well, buy me. daily bugle time yeah 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 yeah. daily bugle (laughs) it's our new segment where we're gonna give a recap of what's been going on lately in the mcu okay first first topic deadline announced that marvel studios is developing a project around the marvel hero richer Ryder, aka nova for either film or television Nova, a member of Nova Corps. <laughs> Everything's a question. <laughs> Law enforcement. We're in, oh, okay. We're introduced uh, in Guardians of the Galaxy, led by Glenn Close. Okay. Uh, why do they all have names that are just like Richard? Steven. Yes. Everyone's like, just your name very normal. Anything. And it's there's like, multiple too, because like there's there's multiple Peters. There's multiple Richards. <laughs> That's so funny. Mix is it, it because Stan Lee was doing this in 1955 and he was like, everyone's <laughs> name is Dick and Sally. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Dick and Sally. <laughs> so here's another bit for y'all. At the Ooh. red carpet event for Moon Knight in Los Angeles, Oscar Isaac posed with a child cosplaying as his character, Mark Spector, a.k.a. Moon Knight. How kind. Oh, that's nice. Very kind. Honestly, mm-hmm. this child looks creepy. Now, did I see that Ethan Hawke was at this premiere? Is he in this show, Moon Knight? He is. Or was He's it? the villain. Yeah. Okay, I like Ethan him. Ethan Hawke's the villain? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. We watched the the trailer and it looked pretty decent. Right, 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 right. I liked how that one looked, actually, because it was kind of about, like, he's like, I've got multiple personalities. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, I'm into that. And I have extent. seen uh, the first four episodes of Midnight. Oh, can, is can, it good? It's pretty good. Based on what we have been liking and not liking, do you think we would like it? Um, There's a <laughs> little, oh, I can say all this because it'll be out. Yeah, um, there's a little bit of romance. <sighs> Um, okay. It's got kind of Indiana Jones vibes. Do you guys like Indiana Jones? Never no. seen it. There, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, <laughs> I don't think I do. But I saw I saw it when I was a kid. But I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm, I'm it's at, also fairly newcomer like, season six. <laughs> yeah, there's four of them. <laughs> it's also fairly like straightforward. You know, there's only okay. one character. That's not a lot of people coming in. So see that oh, I, I guess like. that's, he does have multiple personalities or DID. Well, so there are other people coming in, but it's all him that I can get behind. I can yeah. get behind that. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Okay. Here's another little tidbit on Instagram live. Someone asked James McAvoy. Is that how you say it? Mc- <laughs> McAvoy? McAvoy? Oh God. <laughs> God. McAvoy. That is. Yeah, of course. That's how you say it. If he's in Dr. St- uh, if he's in Dr. Strange into the multiverse of madness, his answer. No. Why? Why? Why is that interesting? Is? <laughs> this is this is the thing. This has become the why news. I've been trying. I've been trying so hard to avoid this type of news because that's all it is. But all people want to do is ask actors if they're in films 
mm-hmm. and then catch them in a lie if they're, you know, like Andrew okay, Garfield so... went through this with Spider-Man. Oh, he said he wasn't in mm-hmm. it and then he was. And, he and then he's was. like fucking, he is Spider-Man. Interesting. Okay. Well, I guess you can't even say we'll have to wait and see because that would mean that you are and then people right. would you get in trouble. But well, who would who would he be in Doctor Strange, the multiverse be, of madness? He'd be like the younger Professor X. Like he is in Oh, oh yeah, like because, first class and stuff. But isn't that Fox? Oh, Disney owns Fox now. Mm-hmm. Boy, oh boy. Oh my wow. god. All right. Well, here's another thing. When asked what he could share about Thor, Love and Thunder, director Taika Waititi said that it's not finished. The film will be released in July, and Waititi joked that he would get it done probably in June. <laughs> I love it. You know, that you love realistic. someone who's, like, successful, who's confident. I love it. He's like, whatever. It'll get and, done. Don't worry about me. He's everyone's favorite, and I want to know why it's called Love and Thunder. Now, do you think mm. that he's going to make some thunder in bed with Natalie Portman? Ooh, maybe, maybe. Maybe he'll... Put down a different hammer on Natalie, Natalie Thortman. Thortman. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. He's going to lay down the hammer in bed. I I think in this movie, uh, Jane becomes Thor somehow. I'm not, this is not my area of expertise, that particular comic. So I think we now have to call her Natalie Thortman. Okay, I love it. Spend a creep. <laughs> she becomes him. Hmm. I mean, okay. kinky sounds sounds, hot. sounds a little hot. Although I gotta say, Thor's hair in Age of Ultron would oscillate between like straight, straight wig, and then like beach waves. And I was like, who it did the continuity on? This is nuts. <sighs> yeah. Um, I want to get into everyone's looks and mm-hmm. everyone's vibes. Um, we're going to go to a quick break. We're going to come back with Age of Ultron after this. This HeadGum Podcast is brought to you by Aura Frames. That is right. Uh, from grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, even the friends of your life, every mom loves an Aura Frame. Holy shit, even aunts? Yes, especially aunts. Oh, well. Because it was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. I mean, these Aura Frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. I believe it. You have an Aura Frame, don't you? Yes, I actually more than believe it. I know it. Uh, I've got one for my mom, my mother-in-law, my grandmother-in-law. And dare I say your aunt? And dare you say my aunt and my aunt-in-law. Everyone's got one. Everyone loves them. I mean, Mother's Day is right around the corner, and there's no better gift than a digital photo frame. You give them the frame. It's got preloaded pictures in there. And you know what? You can update it with an app. So every time you take a new picture of a sweet little uh, person or place or thing in your life, it gets automatically sent to that frame. Exactly. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. Holy smokes. Excellent deal. Yeah, that's A-U-R-A frames.com. You use the code HEADGUM at checkout to save. HEADGUM. Nice. Yes. Headgum. It's easy to set up. It's loved by everybody, including Oprah, including your aunt. Mm-hmm. So do check them out. That's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. Use code HEADGUM at checkout to save. Damn right. And terms and conditions apply, of course. Of course. Thanks again to Aura. Ooh, 
Do you want to make your mom smile? Start Mother's Day with flowers or surprise her with gifts from the brand she loves. And guess what? It's delivered with the same day with DoorDash. Get 50% off your next order of up to $15 when you spend $15 plus on your next flower, convenience, grocery, or retail order now on DoorDash. And the promo code is NEWCOMERS. Listen, moms are a gift. I know that best. So give her the best this Mother's Day. Select from hundreds of expertly crafted bouquets to the best of tech to self-care essentials delivered right to the door. Get 50% off your next order up to $15 when you spend $15 plus on your next flower, convenience, grocery, or retail order now with the code NEWCOMERS. That's NEWCOMERS. Order using DoorDash today. Terms apply. Get a Mother's Day gift as unique as she is with DoorDash. And we're back. Okay. Age of Ultron was written by Joss Whedon. Directed by Joss Whedon. Released on Joss Whedon. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly, I he did the first Avengers and I really didn't like it. I think <laughs> he must be stopped. <laughs> yeah, I think he I think people were trying to stop him recently. I don't know what happened with oh, that. He's pretty yeah. much stopped, but they he stopped was not him. stopped at this point. Yeah, so this no. came out May 1st, 2015. Let's mm-hmm. jump into our plot here. Okay, so in light of the events of the Winter Soldier, the Avengers reassemble to track down and eliminate Hydra again. More of this fucking Hydra's remaining members. Mm-hmm. Their latest mission brings them to a location of Loki Scepter, a fictional Eastern European country called Slok Slokvenia. There the you go. Sac- Sokovia. <laughs> what is it? Sokovia. Sokovia. Do you have like, Heartburn every time I pronounce something. No, <laughs> but sometimes so I can sort of like anticipate which paragraphs you're going to read, and I go, "Oh no!" <laughs> I like this. I like when I when you get to a hard word. It's so hard. Oh, I like when you make up. It's always more fun than the real word. Lauren, Definitely. thank you so much. Yeah. Well, oh. this fucking scepter that seems to be so important in every movie is in the possession of Barton Wolfgang von <laughs> Strucker. <laughs> Played by Thomas <laughs> Creature Man, <laughs> one of the last remaining heads of Hydra, who's been using the scepter to build weapons and experiment on the people. Okay, so during the battle, without Strucker's approval, two of his agents joined the fray. Pietro and Wanda Maximoff's Kokovian twins who gained, I'm doing the accent perfectly, who gained mm-hmm. supernatural powers via Strucker's experiment. Pietro can move at superhuman speeds while Wanda possesses a powerful plethora of psionic powers. When Tony Stark finds the scepter, Wanda uses her powers on him. In a vision, Tony sees his teammates dead or dying while the Chitari launch an even larger invasion on Earth. So this is when everyone started having visions. Yeah. And I was like, okay. And then there is one part where she is introduced and then moves. They just like rewind her back through a door. And I don't think I've laughed harder. It was the dumbest thing I've ever seen in my whole entire life. Also, I didn't really. I was like, okay, so she's like an enchantress or whatever. She can like bewitch you into dreams. But then I was like, why do I need to see the Avengers bewitched? Why can't we just see it later? I guess, I don't know. I just didn't need to see all of them bewitched. It was dumb to me. I agree because I feel like not all of them paid off. Like no. some of them, yeah. we saw what what they saw and we saw them deal with that. And they had to go like, like I feel like Thor, it was like a really big deal to him. Mm-hmm. But like other people, it wasn't that big of a deal. Like they were like, I see myself doing something fun later. And then everyone else was like, <laughs> horrible. <laughs> 
<laughs> Horrible stuff's gonna happen. I don't know. It was kind of silly. And I, I have to say, like, we before we started recording, I was just we were talking about like how we don't love when all the all these Avengers get together. Mm-hmm. And like I just feel like sometimes they get a little corny when they're all together. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, because there was that whole runner of like, don't say bad words. And I was like, what the fuck? I was yes. just about to bring that up. What is and that? Like, was that- this Oh, go ahead, please. That language moment sort of followed around both Steve Rogers and Chris Evans for the longest time. And fans loved like anytime Chris Evans says a bad word, they're like, ooh, ooh, ooh. Oh, no. It's oh, awful. Boy, that's so annoying. Chris Evans. Even this movie like eventually proves that that's not like who he is. But I, I, that's really funny. I feel like. Like, wait, was it was it this movie or another one where they were all trying to pick up the hammer? It was this one. Okay, it was yeah. this one. Yeah. <laughs> they all start and, playing together. But I was like, okay, like that was like an improv scene. Like it was like a group game. <laughs> They're like, how would your character try to pick up the hammer? And it's like, this one's like, um, no, no, I got this. Um, you know, it's like, okay, you guys, yeah. like this is just a little bit silly. That whole sequence was improv. There is a point where they had, what is his name? Um, who's Iron Man's uh, friend? Rhodey. Yeah. They, so Rhodey was like, and then that's when I said, boom. And everyone's like, ha, 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 ha. And I was like, cool. totally. So this wasn't scripted. And you could tell by his face, Don Cheadle was like, all right, I guess if you want me to fucking keep making up shit, here's this. And totally. Was, like, rolling it was very his much- eyes. It was totally what was happening. It was so weird. And then I guess that whole point of that scene was just so that later when the robot picks it up and it's really easy, it's like, okay, so he's really strong and you guys aren't. Mm -hmm. Like, I was like, but yeah, I I know. Like, I don't know. There was just something about that that was very... Well, he's worthy. We'll get to that later. Worthy. Oh, worthy. I didn't didn't get that. Okay, we have to get back. Okay, Okay, so so the (laughs) the Avengers arrest Strucker and return to Stark Tower. Now, the Avengers Tower, which is like, what? It's like their house. Um, Yeah, like, what's going on? (laughs) Um, In Manhattan, (laughs) in Manhattan with the scepter, Stark and Bruce Banner begin studying the weapon. They discover that the gem in the scepter scepter could be used to develop artificial intelligence. The two scientists extract the gem for use in Stark's secret peacekeeping program called Ultron. Also on board is Dr. Helen Cho, uh, Claudia Kim, who is a geneticist. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so Leah, they live in Avengers Tower. That's just yes. like their house. Yeah, that's like their it's hangout. Their house, Do they live there office. all the time? Well, according to fan fiction, yes. Oh, for sure. If mm-hmm. I was going to write fan fiction. Uh, there's, there's so much Avengers Tower fan fiction. It's its own genre. Because it's like a condo building where they're like, we have a pool up at the top where anything mm-hmm. can happen. And then there's the gym. You'll always run into one of the other Avengers in there because they're always working out. And mm-hmm. the doorman's got everyone's packages, but he mixes them up sometimes. And somebody got Bruce Banner's dildo. And, you know, it's just a <laughs> disaster. It should be like it should be like the circle. Yeah. Oh, my God. I love the Wouldn't circle. Wouldn't that be great? Do you see how no, I light up? I light up at the worst shows ever. I'm like, the you circle. really did light up at I know. the circle. It's so bad. That's why you, no one who cares about this can really get upset if we don't like it because we have crazy taste. Yes, we do. <laughs> Very bad. Like, I love 90 Day Fiance. I think it is uh, poetic. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah. So they do They do live in Avengers Tower, and, but they move to another house at the end of the movie. Oh, right? okay. Okay, yes. Well, but they were there. 
Okay, so the Avengers throw a party with their various sidekicks. At the party, the Avengers mingle and cover a wide range of topics. Jane and Thor's relationship status, Steve and Sam's search for Bucky Barnes, as well as Bruce and Natasha's feelings. The party culminates in a contest to see if any of the drunk Avengers can lift Thor's hammer. I just was like not here for this scene. Also, there was a bunch of old people there. And I was like, are there old people so we get Stan Lee in here? He doesn't have to always be with old people. He could just be a person. Yeah. (sighs) I also think like there's nothing scarier. I mean, and we're improvisers, but I feel like there's nothing scarier than this movie with a blank page where they go, and this part, you're just going to make some stuff. (laughs) (laughs) This is a millions of millions of millions of dollar movie. And um, we just want you to make it up as you go. Just go. Just see. Just see what you guys play with (laughs) when you go pull the hammer. And the hammer will be made of styrofoam. So just don't really let it be lifted. Yeah, don't don't touch it. (laughs) Um, And then somebody almost moves it. And Thor's like, oh, no. And then he's like, ha, ha, ha. Uh, Captain America. I was like, oh, my God. And it is crazy that none of them can't even move it an inch. Well, because Um, it's not about it's not about strength. It's about being like pure of heart or something. Okay. Well, I remember, know. I remember in Thor how he had to just like prove that he was oh, a yeah. good person and then he could wield it. Okay. I missed, I missed that as part of what matters about that hammer. So that's going to be a key detail later, I think. Maybe. Yes. Is well, it? we'll find out. We'll find out. Okay. I mean, I watched the film. I, yeah, I watched it too. <laughs> and that's why I was just like, okay, maybe I missed something. <laughs> Well, like they definitely made a big deal of it when Ultron or whatever was throwing it to him at the like even that part where he's like tossing oh, it to him. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or not Ultron, Jarvis no, or whatever. The the whoever. red man. Yeah. Vision. Who who also looked like he was from the bodies exhibit. Yeah, who, I was not here for that. I was like, What's why his is name? that the, that's their main source of inspiration for like half the characters is the bodies exhibit. <laughs> the bodies exhibit. <laughs> uh okay, so what was his while, name? Vision? Vision. Oh, his name is Vision. Like Vision. Oh, shit. So, so spoiler, uh, spoiler alert, that's Wanda's husband. Oh. Oh. Well, that is a spoiler. I mean, but I'm, he was just, like, created. He's a baby. She's way older. Seems nasty. Mm. I mean, he's also annoying. He's like, is death what you're afraid of? No, I know. what we're afraid of is the sky. Birds, trees, life. I hated him. He was more annoying. I liked the bad guy. I like the bad guy, too. Ultron... James Spader, he gets suddenly activated. This I was right fun. Back in. This part was fun. I thought I this did, was exciting. I did like this. Um, so he quickly absorbs all the information in the world and determines that the only way to save Earth is to eradicate humanity, which is like a lot of bad guys things where I'm just like, this is pretty dramatic. You, yeah. It's, everybody got to go. It's a huge thing thing that you want to happen i mean you know and then jarvis attempts to stop ultron but the more powerful ai appears to destroy him and then takes control of one of tony's iron legion robots ultron attacks the avengers knock kneed and kind of like drunkenly stumbling around but then he like flees with tony's iron legion yeah i this part i thought was very exciting like they were having their party and then the i guess it was supposed to be iron man's costume Mm-hmm. or something and it and it like goes like hey i'm sentient now and then they're all like oh shit and then it's like way better than all of them and that mm-hmm. i thought that was fun i thought it was a little fun i like i didn't like how like oh he looked like a rag doll he was like oh i've just cobbled myself together <laughs> i'm just like really discovering how bad and nasty i am <laughs> <laughs> it does seem fairly realistic, though, that if 
artificial intelligence absorbed all of the internet in a minute, they would decide to just kill everybody, though. I mean, that seems like what I want to yeah, do when I right. look at the internet too much. Like, I'm like, you go on Twitter, <laughs> you're like, well, end it. I'm like, yeah, we should all stop this now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I guess, I guess if I was artificial intelligence, I'd be like, everyone here is pretty stupid. So like, they gotta go. Don't you feel like, like, I don't know, like, I just pictured the internet actually being gone and like the level of peace I would feel at home. Mm-hmm. But then I'd be like, what's everyone doing? I know, but you just wouldn't know. And yeah, then you'd have I to guess... call someone and be like, do you want to hang out? And then like, you would have less FOMO because you'd like hear, you'd maybe hear about something that happened, but you maybe wouldn't. Oh my God. Are we Ultron? Are we trying to get rid of the yeah. world? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So here's my my paragraph. Mm-hmm. Ultron recruits the Maximoff twins in Sokovia who reveal that they have a vendetta against Tony Stark because a Stark Industries bomb killed their parents and that Wanda let Stark take Loki's scepter with the hope that it would make him self-destruct. After Ultron kills Strucker in prison to lure the Avengers out, he and the twins travel to South Africa to acquire vibranium from arms dealer Ulysses Claw, played by Andy Serkis, who blows me away. Yeah, yeah. he's great. He's a great actor. Uh, he's fun. And then I was like, oh, so and then they mentioned something about vibranium, like being used to make the shield or whatever. And he was like, you made a dumb Frisbee or something. I I don't know. I just. Yeah, yeah well, happening. we're getting we're getting into the answers that you have been demanding for weeks. <laughs> OK, yeah, but like. I didn't That's, really get an answer other than, yeah. like, why did Novacourt? No. Who made no. this Who made this Howard thing? Stark. Howard Stark Tony, made the shield? Iron, Iron Man's dad. Yeah. Um, and I, I don't think they ever fully say whether or not he, like, bought it or, like, bought it. Um, you know? Okay, yeah. I think, I think he must have stolen it. So... About Tony Stark, mm-hmm. he's bad. <laughs> <laughs> like I think Robert Downey Jr. is so likable that I have this feeling, and and he's and now Iron Man is a hero. He's a superhero, mm-hmm. but he has done a. He's got a very bad history. Like I feel like a lot of them don't have such a bad history. He literally caused destruction because he made bombs. Like he, I mean, I guess he in his first movie he was like, I'm not going to do that anymore. But like, it's but he fucked does. up. It's fucked up. Yeah, and he's still, like, destruct. He's, like, but then the part where he's, like, hey, how fast can we buy this building? And then he, like, breaks it all down, like, the whole building. I'm, like, well, he has good intentions, I guess. Like, he's, like, I'll buy it, and then it's my problem or something. But I was, like, I don't know. He's, he's a, he's, like, a kind of, like, bad person, it seems like. Even the idea to, like, put a, what did he call the Ultron? Like, put a shield of armor around the world. That's, that's still militarizing the planet it's like it's still bad yeah i don't think i think ultimately like i love the actor but the character um i have problems with some of his core beliefs same and then also yeah he his dad and him sold you know weapons of mass destruction to people yeah bad 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 and of course, we have the twins' parents killed. Um, these twins, <laughs> these twins are in love with each other. Correct. They, I mean, they, they are. do love a handhold, and uh, 
Did they kiss at one point? And he tenderly that touched her face. I, I submitted it to Siblings Are Dating, which is my favorite Instagram account. <laughs> <laughs> Twins who are dating. Wait, oh my no, God. what is it? Siblings, siblings or, dating. or dating. No, siblings or dating. And then oh. the person who makes it will post a picture of a couple and then put a poll. Like, are these two people siblings or are they dating? And the because the poses people are in or, and they either look a lot alike or they're posing really weirdly. And then you find out they're siblings. It's like it's just or you find out they're dating, but they're like twins. It's just the best account. That's very funny. It's very fun. And some of them are like disturbing. Like you'll just be like, these people are siblings, yet they're like, <laughs> like kissing each other. It's just like sick. <laughs> Um, Elizabeth Olsen and Aaron Taylor Johnson did play a married couple in another movie. So, so they have tension. They have they have yeah. a chemistry that already exists. Wow, interesting. What also, movie was that? Yeah, Godzilla, what movie? which I think came out the same year as this. Oh. Okay, what? That's crazy to have them cast in two things that huge. Playing no, it was a year before, but still, I think that's insane. I think it's pretty funny. It's like, <laughs> mm, we were kissing, now we kiss in a different way. Well, yeah, and I guess they'd already been cast because they were in that post-credits scene. Right, right, After, right. Uh, Winter when, when Soldier. She, when, when she was like, um, okay, so more plot summary. After explaining that Clow stole vibranium from Wakanda. <laughs> <laughs> and both Steve and Tony were led to believe that Howard Stark got the last of it. The Avengers head to Johannesburg to stop him. Wanda uses her powers to wage psychological warfare. Natasha's taken back to the Red Room in Russia. She's Russian? Where she was trained by an assassin, Madame M. Julie Delpy, who was on, I think, Angel and, and Buffy. And she's from... Before Sunrise with Ethan Hawke, which is oh. like, I love those movies. Have you seen I those? I do like her. I have not seen those. Oh, I love those movies. Um, they're really romantic and cool. Ooh, then and that's like, like a, right up my alley. You should watch. Um, there's three of them, and they take place 10 years apart. Ooh, and with what's those it same called actors. again? Um, it's called Before Sunrise. I think the first one is Before Sunrise, then it's Before Sunset, and then it's Before Midnight. And so the, the characters reconnect 10 years later in real time. Like They like made another one, and then they have the characters come back. It's really fun. Um, and now also didn't Natasha have an accent in like the first movie that we saw her in? Did she? Natalie? I mean, not Natalie, whatever her name is. Scarlett? She might have, but definitely does not have an accent in this one. No, ma'am. No, 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 no. She doesn't try to have an accent. No. (laughs) Also, again, her wigatician said, I will do you no favors. That wig is bad. I'm blown away. I'm just like, are we not at the point, like, just in past the year 2000, where, like, every wig should be great? Like, what are we doing? Like, it's like, you're in Marvel. It's like, it's going to be a great wig. Spend some money. I don't know. I know that I've heard of, like, certain actors that people I know who have, have worked with were like, Oh, yeah, she wears a wig in every movie, and it's a, you know, $10,000 wig mm-hmm. or whatever. And it's like, she just never wants her own hair to be done. And they it's just part of the deal. And it's like, it seems like Scarlett Johansson would be in a position where she can say, I want a really amazing wig. I don't know. One would think. Yeah, every movie <laughs> gives her a different hairstyle and a different love interest. It's Yeah, because she was like, I thought she had a necklace with like an arrow for Hawkeye in some movie. But yep. now she's trying to fuck a fucking green dude. The dynamic only- between them in their romance where she's like, I love you. 
or like, I'm really into you or I adore you, but I want the big guy or something. And she, mm-hmm. and she like pushed him over the cliff and like he came back as the Hulk. And I was like, yuck. Like, yeah, I, a so lot weird. of what she did was nasty. She was like, let me fuck you bef- <laughs> in the shower. You shouldn't yeah. have showered alone. And I'm like, girl, I know. Have some respect. And then does he <sighs> turn into the Hulk when he's horny? I think so. I mean, we, we famously didn't watch The Incredible Hulk, but I'm, I'm pretty sure that that's like a, thing because they were he'll kissing. just get too excited yeah because they were and kissing and she, she was like fuck at all yeah i don't know what she called it because she was they were kissing and she was like don't i don't think she said don't get big because that's stupid but i think she said like <laughs> probably <laughs> there's so many weird dick jokes in this movie i wouldn't be big. surprised um, i think she was like don't change and he's like i'm good yeah. i'm good i'm good it's like okay so that means he's like baseball baseball old ladies like old ladies uh, <laughs> uh, fucking uh, grocery shopping uh, so steve imagines that he's returned to the 1940s with the war over and peggy still waiting to dance thor sees a frightening asgardian party where hamildal tells him that everyone's dead oh and when Wanda, Wanda then hypnotizes Banner, turning him into the Hulk and sending him to attack Johannesburg. Iron is Man, it Johannesburg? Is it? I thought it was Johannesburg. Is it? Johannesburg. I, I think, I think Johannes, did I say it wrong? Johannesburg. No, you might. I think you said it right. Or should I say it? Johannesburg. And then people can decide what they heard me say. Iron Man decides to call on a special suit named Veronica, which subdues and defeats Hulk. But the destruction they cause starts a public backlash against the Avengers, who are forced to go into hiding. Triggered by something he saw in Wanda's vision, Thor does not join them. So they go to um, this farm, which I guess we'll get into in a second. But now, is this the part where Iron Man was riding the Hulk around the mm-hmm. buildings? I was like, yeah, what? In like what? a big suit. Like, I was like, are you on a team together? Like, what's going on? Like, does Hulk just lose track of, like, who's on his side? Me? Yeah, because he doesn't have the same. He doesn't have Bruce Banner's brain. He's like his own. Oh, the way that Natasha is attracted to him, and then he also <laughs> turns into this is like something that's that's so weird. What did you guys think of the lullaby that she does to like get him to turn down or like? Oh my god! Wait, what, what? Himself? what was it? it was, weird. Um, uh, hey, big guy, sun's getting real low. Ew! <laughs> she just like kept calling him big guy, and it was like so uncomfortable for I me. I agree. Yeah. I thought that was super fucking weird. It's like it's like a woman, like it's like a metaphor for like nurturing your husband's abusive side. She's like, <laughs> I need Calm the down, big, big guy. guy. Yeah, it's okay, big guy. And then Sun's he's back to normal self. His normal self. And he's he's so boring as himself. Like Mark Ruffalo is so charming. Yes. His this character just doesn't do it. Like it's just there's nothing for him on the page. I think <laughs> the only part I really like of his in this film is towards the beginning where he's like listening to classical music on big headphones to chill the fuck out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's there was relatable a, to me. The part where in the beginning, I think it was, where he like turned back from the Hulk to himself. I didn't know what was going on at all for some reason, even though I've seen him do that. Mm-hmm. I was like, ew, what is he doing? And then he like <laughs> plopped down and he was himself. And I was like, this is sick. Well, it was just like a weird transformation. He's like grabbing on tree branches and his veins are green. And yeah. It wasn't for me. I agree. Okay, the team takes refuge at Clint Barton's farm. I was like, what the 
fuck? <laughs> where they meet his pregnant wife, Laura, and his children, Cooper and uh, Leah. I or Lila. No, I, I wish. Just kidding. Sorry. <laughs> it was you. Lila. <laughs> yeah, imagine it was you. You're just like in the movie and you're like, that's my dad, Clint Barton. <laughs> I thought that Clint and Natasha were fucking. So like color me confused that he's got this whole forest house with these kids. Me so, too. Yeah. And, right. I think Laura, who was um, what's her name from Dead Linda Cardellini. Yeah. She I felt like she when she was like, what's going on with Bruce and Natasha? And then Clint was like, what do you mean? Because he's like, I thought he was like, I'm into her. Was that a thing? Because <laughs> he didn't know that they were in a couple. I don't know. OK, well, there to was something me, weird about this, that. To me, the Bruce and Natasha relationship came out of nowhere. So I am on Clint's side. I don't know what Linda Carlini is talking about, where she's like, everyone can see it. I know no, that, was, that wasn't true. <laughs> It's like I'm picking up on a lot of context clues through paying close attention. And I've understood now that they're together. Mm hmm. Yeah. Just weird. So Steve and Tony argue while Natasha and Bruce discuss running away together. Bruce tells Natasha he can't give her the life that he assumes that she wants kids because he's a monster. And Natasha responds by revealing that the Red Room sterilized her to make her a more efficient killer because I guess a uterus would like hinder you from murder and yeah. that she's a monster too. Boy, I thought that oh boy. Was I screamed. Extreme. I thought it was extremely fucked up and I thought it was very wrong to even put the word monster in that sentence. I thought mm -hmm. that was so fucked yeah. up because it's like you were, you were a victim and you were abused by these mm -hmm. people and... I I just I can't I thought that was so crazy and I also thought it was weird that he assumed the life she wants was like kids and stuff because I was yeah. like do you see what she does all day it's like she's not giving the vibe of trying to settle down <laughs> yeah she's literally out here in these streets jumping from dude to dude trying to murder yeah no. cutting her hair straightening her hair curling her hair she has no time changing no from time. ugly wig to ugly wig saying put more bronzer in where it, where it doesn't fucking belong <laughs> I, this she was extremely then, occupied. The just the dialogue that they gave uh, the Hulk or whatever his name is, Bruce, where he's just like, oh, I don't know, the things you want are not the things I give. Everybody knows I don't. Know. And I was like, what? Yeah, this is like trying to be like romantic, I guess, but it just was weird. The, this whole vibe of this movie was weird. <laughs> I agree. I thought this was like such a dark, deep moment to have like with the conversation they're actually having that she was sterilized as a child mm -hmm. I was like this is a very heavy abuse topic and it's thrown into the middle of this silly movie like it was just like so unnecessary and I assume that's from the comics or something like what that must be real right like why yeah, would they put yeah. that from the comics I, I believe I believe it is um I don't know 100% they do so uh, just last year, you know, almost a decade after it should have happened, Black Widow got her solo movie mm -hmm. and they touched on this very briefly um, using a character played by Florence Pugh, who just like very succinctly did a little, uh, well, what's the word I'm thinking of? Backtracking, I guess. Uh -huh. Like she made it, she made it into a joke that was more of like, 
a feminist joke about it. So I, I appreciated that a lot. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, they're trying okay. to fix it. Trying to fix yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> and Florence, and Florence Pugh has the right, has the right sort of like energy for that. I'm not familiar with her work. However, I did look up uh, literally an audio button on how to pronounce her name the other night. Cause I was like, it can't be Pooh. <laughs> <laughs> it is close. Hey. I was like, it can't be though. Right. It's and then I Pew? pressed the button and it was like, Pew. And I was like, good. Pew. Good. We're good. We're good here. I'll, I'll explain the, the joke in Black Widow. Um, someone makes a joke about her being angry because she's on her period. And she says, I don't have one. I was sterilized. Fuck you. Um, uh, which is a nice way to reclaim. That's what I was thinking of. Reclaim yeah. that sort of narrative. But I would mm. like it if she, because she's Black Widow and she's a spider and spiders have eight, eight legs. I would like it if she had eight periods. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. I'm on uh, all eight of them. boy. There's still so much more of this summary. Oh, of so much fucking is. happens in this movie that I just... Did not care about. Well, let's see if you like this part. So Nick Fury, (laughs) still presumed dead, arrives at the farm. Banner deduces that Ultron is planning to create a body made of synthetic tissue using the regeneration cradle device developed by Dr. Helen Cho. Meanwhile, Thor travels with Dr. Selvig to the mystical water of sight to get answers. He needs to learn about the existence of the six infinity stones. Um, Yeah, that was like a really big deal. Like he got in the fucking... And is that, are we going to talk about it later? Or is it, what are we talk about it now? Uh, they, I think that's the scene. He right? got into the, yeah. into the like hot spring and it was like where he started like tweaking out and he was like, his eyes were rolling back and he was like having all sorts of visions. Mm-hmm. And then the doctor was like, Thor, like he was like trying to interrupt it. And I was like, you got to let him, you put him in here <laughs> thinking this is what's going to happen. And then he seemed to want to stop it. I was like, you got to let all the visions happen, buddy. You're the doctor here. Yeah. I just, I don't know. And then these infinity stones. So there's six of them. So we've only seen this. This is the third one. Well, yeah, we've seen uh, the MCU seen four. We've seen three. I didn't realize we 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 skipped um, Thor the Dark World, which introduces one as well. Oh, I didn't know we were collecting the stones. I didn't notice that. Are we ever? (laughs) We're collecting them, I think, to get to um, that fucking the dude with the chin. He gets them for a glove. Thanos. Yep. Thanos's glove. Yeah, has all the infinity stones, I think, right? Whenever I yep. know something, I'm so proud. I'm like, yep. That was Thanos. <laughs> yeah. I did it. I know about it. <laughs> Love it. Okay. So indeed, Ultron, Pietro, and Wanda go to Dr. Cho's laboratory in Seoul, South Korea where Ultron kidnaps and brainwashes the doctor as Ultron transfers his consciousness into the synthetic body and Cho implants the gem from Loki's scepter into its forehead. (laughs) Wanda looks into Ultron's mind and discovers his plan to destroy humanity. Shocked, the twins say, we gotta get out of here. They leave. And while Tony tries to stop Ultron from hacking nuclear codes in Oslo, Captain America, Black Widow, and Hawkeye arrive in Seoul and battle Ultron. Ultron kidnaps Natasha and derails a train. The twins switch sides <laughs> and join Captain America's rescue mission on the train while Hawkeye retrieves the regeneration cradle and takes it back to Avengers Tower. I just feel like these twins really just jumped ship quick. There was no mm-hmm. thought. And then, wait, is this where fucking Hawkeye's like, hey, buddy, when you step out there, you're an Avenger. But if you don't step <laughs> out there, yet, I yeah. gotta protect you. Oh, shit. That, I hated that. I really... Yeah. <laughs> I hated so much of this movie. 
it's a lot like um, the Fast and the Furious where you will be a villain one minute and then just welcomed into the club. Yeah, but it makes sense when it happens on Fast and the Furious. So thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, there's one other. I'm kidding, there's, Leah. <laughs> there's one character from Guardians who will become a hero later on. And that's where I probably should have used that. Is that for. the blue lady? Yeah. Oh, she becomes good? Okay. Who's blue? Uh, the uh, one Karen who's just Gillen. like, oh, yeah. Dad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She has like a, a weird impression. voice. Yeah. Uh, thanks, Dad. <laughs> she didn't. <laughs> she also like gets up and like walks really sexy. Like, I. I know. She had like a good butt. I was like, yeah, I don't know butt. about this like avatar character having like a great American, or not American, a great <laughs> human body. It just feels like. It just feels. It just feels that's just for us, you know? Mm-hmm. That's not really like how the character needs to be. <laughs> that's just for us. <laughs> I like that I said I should a great American body, though. I don't know. <laughs> that's Captain America. A I don't even know what American I mean. American body. Mm-hmm. Steve Rogers is a great American body. <laughs> oh, did you like when they were chopping wood? I no, did. because... <laughs> At one point, Captain America just rips the wood. And I was like, well, if you could have been ripping wood the whole time, why are we chopping it? Yeah, <laughs> he's just doing it for appearances. And then fucking uh, Thor uh, whizzed, whizzed, whizzed away for a while, like for a long time. It was like yeah. they couldn't get him to work more days than they promised him. He didn't want to stay at all. <sighs> he had to take a bath. He did. He had to oh, take a long, a long I bath. see. I see. Okay, so at Avengers Tower, Stark and Banner upload Jarvis into the synthetic body. Steve, Wanda, and Pietro don't want him to go through with it. A skirmish erupts and ends when Thor arrives and brings the android to life, android to life with lightning. Thankfully, the android is friendly and played <laughs> in the flesh by Paul Bettany. He's so friendly, in fact, that he's worthy of wielding Thor's hammer. Okay, see, I didn't get that. That's what that meant. I thought it meant he was super strong. Mm-hmm. That's so funny that you just have to be good. friendly to... To handle this hammer. It's a good test. So it's like the sword in the stone, like where you only a certain person can pull it out. Mm. Um, Oh, wait. So wait a minute. So this man, this this body's exhibit man just has one of the infinity stones just straight up in his head? Yeah. Forever? Uh He's an infinity? He is the stone? That's not going to fit on a glove. Thor explains that the gem in the android's head is the Mind Stone. The twins in the android, who will later name himself Vision, he named himself. He's really high on himself. Okay, (laughs) to name yourself Vision. I'm Vision. I'm Vision. Wow. Okay. What are you at Cafe Gratitude? Uh, Uh (laughs) A very niche joke for people in Southern California. They, I mean, Allie if anyone goes, wants to know, if you go to Cafe Gratitude, you have to order off the... Each thing is called I am something, and it's like, I am... I am grateful. Li- I am light. And then you I have to love. say that to order your... Mm-hmm. You know, it's really embarrassing. <laughs> so they ally themselves with the... Ally themselves? Ally themselves with the mm-hmm. Avengers, who return to Slokadabia uh, on a tip from Nat to end Ultron's threat once and for all. Arriving in Sokovia, the Avengers find that Ultron has used various pieces of technology to build a machine that lifts the Sokovian capital into the sky. This is <laughs> scary. His intent is to crash it into the Earth to re- replicate a meteor strike, causing a mass extinction event. While Bruce rescues Natasha, the Avengers evacuate civilians and fight Ultron's army of robots as the city begins to ascend. 
Black Widow kisses Bruce Banner, pushes him off the ledge, being like, ain't beginning, forcing him to transform into the Hulk. Meanwhile, Hawkeye gives Miranda, no, Miranda, Wanda, <laughs> Wanda Maximoff the encouragement she needs to be a superhero. I hated this part. When yeah. you step out there, you'll be an Avenger. But if you stay here, I have to like take care of you and stuff. And like, I got a lot to do. I got arrows to do. Um, Fury and the remnants of Shield joined joined by War. Who's War Machine? Rhodey. His name is War Machine. Yeah, that's the name he gave himself. That's these his hero people, name. These people, Vision, <laughs> War Machine. This is embarrassing. And a reinstated Maria Hill. Who's Maria Hill? Uh, Kobe Smulders. Oh, yeah. she was uninstated. Well, oh, yeah, we watched this. Uh, she went to work at Stark Industries at the end of um, Winter Soldier because S.H.I.E.L.D. had Hydra agents. So they all got oh, new jobs. Oh, I see. Uh, well, they arrive in a helicarrier to assist in evacuating the last few civilians. This is one of the few movies where, like, they save people instead of just murdering everybody. Yeah, that's yeah. nice, kinda. But yeah. they, they didn't save everyone. Like, there was that one part where that woman was in her car and it was flying through the sky going downward. Mm-hmm. And then um, Thor like flung her up and then Captain America like grabbed her and pushed her over. And I was like, there were literally other cars falling <laughs> next to her. Like I was like... Yeah. You but gotta, she was the hottest lady. You yeah. gotta save the hottest. It was a really scary way to be saved, but it was great. And I was so happy for her. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> There was um, a group of people in uh, South Africa who got saved uh, out of an elevator. And there was this one extra lady who made me laugh so hard. You got to watch the extras. They're really funny because they're all in different movies. Yeah, I need to be paying more attention. (laughs) It's great. Um, So the Avengers wipe out most of Ultron's drones and severely damage Ultron's primary body. In retaliation, Ultron hijacks the Avengers Quinjet and kills Pietro. Hulk leaps into the jet and tosses Ultron out of the rear hatch. Ultron crash lands in an abandoned tram where Wanda finds and destroys him by ripping his heart out. Do you know what it feels like to die? What it feels like to die? Something I saw. And <laughs> like this monologue in this accent were wild. As I was watching, I was like, I cannot believe I have to. I can't believe people willingly went to a theater to watch this. OK, once yeah. the evacuation is complete, Thor and Iron Man combine forces to shatter the city into rubble, which falls safely. How convenient into a nearby lake. Hulk flees in the Quinjet, which was funny because she was like, hey, big guy, you got to turn off invisibility mode. And he was like, won't do it. I fucking hate you. Um, I Ultron's- know, it was horrible. <laughs> I, hate, I hate her talking to him like that. I don't like it either. It's like this weird baby talk and calling it's him weird. big guy. It's weird. Um, so Ultron's consciousness attempts to flee in the last remaining drone, but Vision confronts him. The two have a brief philosophical exchange before Vision effectively kills him. The Avengers established a new HQ and training facility in upstate New York. Believing the Mind Stone is safe with Vision, Thor returns to Asgard to learn more about the Infinity Stones. Captain America and Black Widow welcome new members to the Avengers, consisting of Wanda Maximoff, Sam Wilson, James Rhodes, and Vision. Now, the Avengers are getting pretty big. Mm-hmm, too um, big. In a mid-credits tease, Thanos retrieves a golden glove called the Infinity Gauntlet, saying, Fine, I'll do it myself. Oh my God, we did it! Who's Sam Wilson? James Rhodes. James Rhodes is Rhodes is Rhodey. Oh God. Sam Wilson is Anthony Mackie. Oh yes. Oh, I thought he was already part of the Avengers. Oh, yeah. I guess me he was too. Just hanging I guess out. It with- was like wasn't formally invited God. until today. 
How wild. I'm so happy for him. So Me too. That was intense. Now, was in our awards section, Age of Ultron wasn't nominated for any major awards, but it did win a Saturn Award for Best Film Costume Design and a People's Choice Award for Favorite Action Movie Character for Chris Hemsworth. That's funny because he's barely in the movie. Yeah. I know. He yeah. really isn't. He le- he spins around and leaves. It's true. Um, so reception, the film had a huge box office success, uh, raking in worldwide a total of $1.4 billion. Oh, my God. The fifth highest grossing movie of all time. It also set a worldwide IMAX opening weekend with $25.2 million previously held by The Dark Knight Rises. It's crazy how the pandemic has changed what a box office means because that's yeah. like so crazy. That's so much that's money. That's nuts. Oh my God. It holds a 76% rating on Rotten Tomatoes down quite a bit from the 91% that the mm. first Avengers movie holds. Audience has, however, given an A on the cinema score poll. I think people, I think 76 is pretty solid in the way people rate things. I think so. Mm. Richard Rupert wrote in the Chicago Sun-Times, someday an Avengers film might collapse under the weight of its own awesomeness. I mean, how many times can they save the world? But (laughs) this is not the day. Wow. (laughs) He's a big fan. Richard loved it. Uh, let's, Let's go to a quick break and we'll be back with more Age of Ultron after this. Hi there, it's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You may know me from my podcast called Wiser Than Me, where I talk to older women and get their wisdom from the front lines of life. I was amazed by how many people told me our show made them look forward to getting older, which is why I'm here to talk about season two of the show. Sally Field, Billie Jean King, Beverly Johnson, Ina Garten, Bonnie Ray, just to name a few. All hail old women. Wiser Than Me season two is out now from Lemonada Media. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. With some trivia, ScarJo oh. was pregnant during filming, and apparently her many stunt doubles confused the other actors. Chris Evans said it got to the point where he would start a conversation with one of the stunt doubles. Oh no! Only to no, only to realize <laughs> <laughs> midway through that he wasn't talking to Johansson. I I am praying that that was like a joke that he said in an interview, and then someone like just wrote it out like it was a fact. Like he like because that sounds like you could say like they looked so much like her. I was I started talking to one. I didn't realize it wasn't her until I told her my whole life story, you know, or whatever. Like, uh. but that I, I sh- I'm just hoping that's the case because that's, yeah. that's wild. Um, and that whoever that was was probably really happy that they were that he was talking to them, and then like halfway through <laughs> he's like, so Scarlett. And then they're like, I'm Brenda. <laughs> I'm Brenda. Because um, <laughs> oh, they've known each other for a long time, Chris Evans and Scarlett Johansson. Yeah. They've like done lots of movies together. It also yeah. means that he like doesn't give a shit about her. He's just like, <laughs> whatever. I just need a body to talk to. Oh, you're not the body I, I'm used to. I really, this one's not pregnant. <laughs> I really wonder how they 
how they worked around her pregnancy, because that seems really challenging with uh, the body suits and all the things that she's wearing. Like, how did they do that? That's probably why she ended up uh, kidnapped halfway through the movie. Mm. Oh, yeah. Okay, to play Ultron, actor James Spader had to wear an antenna-like contraption (laughs) made out of a thick piece of wire with two red balls that represented the placement of his eyes attached to the top that went up his entire back and three feet above his head. Elizabeth Olsen said this was distracting. Spader was also always giving such an intense performance that she would look him in the eyes out of instinct. Whenever this happened, Aaron Taylor Johnson would yell, red balls, look at his balls, Lizzie, to get her to look in the right place. Wow, this movie seems like a free-for-all. The working title for this film was, was After Party. I'm obsessed with these titles that they'll never use. Like, (laughs) there's no way it's going to be called that. Um, In the first trailer, Ultron recites No Strings on Me, a Pinocchio song from 1940, a Walt Disney film about an inanimate being who gains sentience. Ultron serves as a dark parallel of Pinocchio, and Mm. the song is briefly in the film as well. Yes. When I watched this, I was like, yes, Ultron is Pinocchio. Yeah, I was like, I was like, yep, that's who that is. And then I was like, (laughs) I was like, this reminds me of that. And then, Uh yeah, that's like what I kept saying. Yeah. Um, Okay, so this segment, is Chris in this? So it's a yes or no conversation if a Chris was in this. Chris's were in this. A Hemsworth in Evans. We had multiple Chris's, maybe too many. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that should there have been another Chris, you know, I'm looking for more female Chris names. Who in the world are we forgetting when we think of this segment that should be in this? Kristen mm. Stewart. You know, would she ever be Marvel? I feel like she could be like a Kristen superhero. Stewart. I think she would do it. She yeah. did one it. big franchise, uh, Twilight. Yeah. Have you seen Spencer? No, I hear it's very good. I want to watch good. that. I got to watch it. It's that. really good. Maybe I'll it's watch scary. that tonight. It's huh. scary? Yeah. It's a little bit of like a psychological thriller. Oh, I know. not expecting that. Me I had my either. parents I'm into it. And I feel like this is a good parents movie. I had my parents here and I think oh, that's I'll throw nice. that on. I'll throw that on and see if we all like that. Because famously, I did meet Princess Diana uh, when I was 10 years old. I did. <laughs> you did? Yeah, so I'll be able to judge this performance. Um, <laughs> no, this I, is not authentic <laughs> to the Princess Di that I know. I met her because she came to my hometown of Evanston, Illinois. She was visiting the president of Northwestern University and she went to like a couple like galas and things in town and she there was a moment where we knew she was where she was going to be and it was like pretty close to where I grew up and so we all ran over there and I took pictures of her on a disposable camera but I'm not in them because I was just taking pictures on a camera and that's it it was crazy wow. she was wearing a mint green pants suit I mean a skirt suit Okay. So if you look it up, once you went to Evanston, you will see that it's all real. And then somebody actually, I'm going <laughs> to say this again. Real. I'm going to say this again because I said it on a podcast and somebody sent me a link and it was, I didn't get to go down a rabbit hole. They sent me a link of all the paparazzi photos from that excursion where they were like, maybe you're in one of these. And so I'm like, I need that to be sent to me again. I could never find it again. It was like an Associated Press or something link. I hope you're in and paparazzi I, photos. I need, I need this. Cause like I was in a crowd of people and I'm sure that, you know, maybe you'll see the top of my head or something. <sighs> It was very exciting. Um, I love that. Yeah. So now for our segment, Is Kiss in This? This is a segment where we talk about if a kiss was in this film. Was there a kiss? There was a kiss. Um, Natasha, the barren monster, kisses that man so he becomes the green monster. Yes. And then she pushes him off a ledge, which is like, whoa. 
I know. Like I was like, does she? Does he have to be pushed off? I guess he gets <laughs> mad, so he like flies back up. Well, he's mad and yeah. horny. I know he flew back up. Despite all of their flirting, the kiss was not a romantic kiss. No. It was a mean kiss. It was, it was a, a kiss. it was a means to an end. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I didn't and like that. I guess there was like romantic things that happened, but I mean, it's not romantic begging a man to shower with him. <laughs> no, he didn't seem interested. And no. I was confused by that too. But then we also had Linda Cardellini. Maybe she kissed, you know, old Jeremy Renner. Did I'm assuming she? maybe because there was, she was like, hi, honey. That part was. Um, oh, and then she like rubbed his, <laughs> where his wound was. And she's like, I can tell the difference. Yeah. I was like, okay. She said, I'm always supportive of your avenging, which I bet <laughs> Joss Whedon thought was very funny. <laughs> it's very much like someone being like, oh yeah, are you still improving? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know me, still out here avenging. Uh, I'll do it wherever I can. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, I'm not a fan of the farm storyline. It's weird. Hawkeye, Hawkeye in the comics, uh, famous divorcee. Oh, um, Famous divorcee bachelor, hot mess. Oh, interesting. Well, it's not what they were showing us here today. No, no, too wholesome. Very, and and like, oh, this is what he really wants. Like, this is a secret life he wants to have. It just seems yeah. surprising. Um, okay, time for five stuck industries. This is where we le- read reviews. Um, someone named Hufflepuff at Hogwarts says, "MCU fan here. This podcast is painful to listen to as a fan of the things it's about. I definitely mean this in the absolute best way possible. 10 out of 10, you need to listen." Now, that threw me for a loop, but I didn't yeah. think that our producers would put in a <laughs> negative review, so it is 5 stars. I mean, I'm sure people who listen are going to be really upset with me for this episode. I just I if you Wait, Leah, did you like this movie? No, not at all. Okay, I but great. I did but I do like The Avengers. Oh. Um, that's one of my favorites. Mm. So that was, but this one I did not like. I didn't like where they took the characters. I didn't like. Is there another uh, one? Romance. I thought it was sexist. Yeah. Um, another Avengers movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Infinity War and Endgame, which is like a <gasps> two part. Yeah. I'm worried for Infinity War. Endgame will be more fun, mm. but Infinity War has a lot of plot. Oh, oh no. God. Plot. Oh no. Oh, no. Plot. Oh no. <laughs> And then Captain America Civil War has Tony Stark and a lot of the other Avengers in it. So it kind of feels like Avengers 2.5. No, I love it's the a different writer. It's movies. not Joss Whedon. So okay. maybe we'll maybe you'll like it more. We'll see. I just I, Joss is like I loved Buffy and like the quippiness mm-hmm. that he likes to do didn't work for me in this in this movie. Yeah. That was just like corny. Yep. Yeah. Well, this season, in addition to Apple reviews of newcomers, we'll also be reading reviews from Litterboxd. We're going to give a one-sentence uh, review and a star rating. And if you don't know what Letterboxd is, it's a social platform where people can write reviews of films. You can follow the show on Letterboxd at newcomers. Okay. My review is... Oh, wait. First, I'll read this review from somebody we don't know. The three stars. Whoever greenlit Natasha <laughs> and Bruce's sudden relationship is my enemy and they mm-hmm. must be stopped. I agree, Ellie Bean. Uh, this person said, I hate to say it, but Ultron is kind of hot. I agree. Mm-hmm. I was that's that's the most sexually attractive character to me in the film. And my review is I wish Ultron and Vision hooked up. Ooh, and my review is oh. I'll do I'm I, I raise a, a, a thumbs up to that. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> I, what, that was a bad sentence, I, but I stand by I, it. I raise an old I, I thumbs up. Raise a thumb to that. 
And what you can't see listening is I literally raised my thumb to that. Mm -hmm. My star rating is a one. Wow. Oh, I forgot to rate it a star. I would give it um, I would give it two and a half stars. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm kind of loose with my stars. Yeah, I'm tight, tight with my stars. <laughs> <laughs> um, Leah, how yes. tight are you with your stars and what's your review? Um, oh, boy. Let me see. Oh, here, I'll I'll cheat and I'll say what I put on Letterboxd when I logged this. Um, I liked it when Natasha said beep, beep. <laughs> okay. That's it. That's a okay. great review. And I'll do two stars. Wow. All Solid. right. Two stars. Um, Leah, we've come to the end. Oh, wait. Oh, no. boy. I don't want to ask you to promote anything yet. So listen yes. to okay. this on, uh, no, write a review on Apple Podcasts uh, because we're going to pick one for next week. And uh, also you can rate the podcast on Spotify. Now, Leah. Yes. What you want to plug? Um, you can follow me on Twitter at Leah Marilla. You can follow me on Letterboxd at Leah Marilla. <laughs> um, I am writing all over the place. I'm at Slash Film. I'm at Polygon. I'm at Cosmopolitan. And... I am recapping Moon Knight for Vulture. So that's Marvel related. Great. You should check me out there. Well, that's, that'll that's come in handy. how I've seen those episodes early. Oh, good for you. That's fun. That show I'm looks excited. fun. Well, we'll be back next week with Ant-Man, which I think might be funny. I like Paul Rudd. <laughs> okay. I've actually seen this one. It's funny. But I don't remember. Oh, that's perfect. Um, well, we'll just see you next week and talk about the Ant-Man. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. was a HeadGum original.